the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. My name's Ellie Greening. And my name's Sandra Patel-Stewart. On this podcast, we will be interviewing some of the UK's greatest tech leaders. We'll be discussing war stories, battle scars, and their learnings from their journeys. Hopefully, you will pick up some great tips, learn from others' experiences, and have a good laugh along the way. everyone and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. It's Ellie Greeny here. I'm super happy today to have the fantastic Neil Dunlop on the podcast. So Neil is the technical director at Infinity Works. If you haven't heard of them, I'd be extremely surprised, but Infinity Works work with from tier one retail to financial services and in some of the largest technology led projects in government, Infinity Works is unlocking the value of the next industrial revolution. Drawing on deep roots in engineering and equally deep roots in Yorkshire, they're a national company with global outlook. Originating from Yorkshire, obviously, they tell it as it is and never let their clients feel lost in an ever-changing and complex technology landscape. With locations across the UK and a diverse range of blue chip clients, Infinity Works in 2020 have over 400 staff now and they are in the Financial Times list. Infinity Works is one of the UK's leading consultancy so hi Neil hello lovely to be here thanks for having me oh we're super excited to have you on the show and find out all about the great work that you're doing at Infinite Works yeah very excited to finally have you on um, board because I actually um we haven't met before but I first um saw you um speak at the um AI conference last I remember. year I remember that day a very busy day and I kept circling your stand and we never got to chat did we no we didn't but um that was a great great um speech that you did that day it was great fantastic um event great conference actually wasn't it yeah to be involved in definitely um and um yeah I think ever since then I've been like we need to get company like Infinity Works and Neil on our show and we finally got you here today. Yeah we eventually did it, we're there. <laughs> Fantastic, so um, it'd be great to just start with um, telling our listeners um, and viewers a little bit more about you. Um, where did it all start? Um, obviously you went to, I saw that you um, went to university um, and um, you did a computing degree, you started as a, um, a software developer but it'd be interesting to to find out what led you and got you to that point, why a tech career, um, and then how you got to being technical director um, of one of the leading consultancies. Yeah, okay. Um, it's an interesting one. I'm one of those weird people, or so my wife tells me, that, that <laughs> actually they knew exactly what they wanted to do with their career. Um, so when I was six, uh, I tested my parents to get a, a ZX81 computer, and they oh, never wow. could do anything with it. Um, got it, learned to program. And it's been, uh, it's been non-stop since there, really. But I didn't do any computing until I got to university. Uh, did a computer science degree uh, at uh, Teesside University. Mm-hmm. Um, worked with the NHS uh, on a placement year. and learned lots of stuff there, actually. Um, and then from there, I took a, a graduate scheme with a, a very large US consultancy called EDS. Uh, no longer with us. Had some, uh, some failed projects uh, and spectacularly died after I'd left, actually. Nothing to do with me, but the way it goes <laughs> person to add um, and I guess from from there I'd, I'd moved uh, down to the south of England was living in Reading um, and it was the height of the dot-com boom so uh, mm. all these way cooler way sexier little startups were 
we're doing amazing <laughs> things and doing really interesting projects and uh, everyone's going to be famous and really really rich and uh, do really <laughs> technically challenging things so uh, like everybody else I kind of left uh, a very mainstream job to, to do a bit of a startup thing and ended up doing web applications for people like BT and the BBC um, and continued on that path really. I, I worked for a couple of dot-com startups, uh, some real genuinely clever and interesting uh, startups and small businesses. Uh, a couple of which are, are still going today actually. So there's one called Artesian Solutions based out of Reading that are still doing amazing things. Uh, cool. Worked with the same set of guys there for about seven years and learned an awful lot there actually. So I sort of moved up from developer to team lead to technical mm. lead to architecture and learned a lot about um, just running a small business really well it wasn't uh, it started small it went very big in the end uh, but <laughs> learning about commercials and finance and, and pitching and dealing with customers and, and dealing with people really um, met my good lady wife uh, and then <laughs> we decided we want to start a family and Reading probably wasn't the best place to do that uh, and we essentially we flipped a coin it was either to move to Bristol where she's from or to move back up north um, I won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, found a, I found a job with uh, one of Europe's lead, leading vehicle tracking companies just outside of Leeds uh, and moved up there to, to essentially run their analytics team and build that offering out. So lots of real-time dashboards, uh, lots of real-time vehicle tracking, and then drawing some insight out of the data to help businesses uh, manage their fleets and manage their workforce better. Mm -hmm. um, did that for about six years, actually, and, and learned, again, lots and lots of stuff about running really high performance, uh, very scalable, uh, large-scale systems. Um, and from there, I got offered a job in a, in a consultancy, and I'd done a bit of that in the past, and it was always very exciting and very fun. Uh, moved to a small consultancy working on airports and rail projects. Uh, and then, I suppose, bang up to date, from there, I met a gentleman called Mr. Tom Walton, who, uh, as mm -hmm. he does, offered me a job in a coffee shop. <laughs> and at the time, when he told me about it, I thought, mm, I'm not, not sure about this. I'm not sure that's going to be a big thing. Uh, thanks, Tom. Really appreciate the offer. Uh, maybe look me up in a year. It's been pretty intense. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a slightly less high-profile career for a bit, or a job for a bit. Uh, worked at uh, one of Leeds' largest uh, betting and gambling companies. There are a couple to pick from, so I'm giving too much away. Mm -hmm. um, I did that for a year, and then Tom rang me and said, "I bet you're bored." Yeah, right. I am. I'm a bit bored actually, Tom. Um, he said, "Do you want to come and do this Infinity Works thing?" Uh, yes, please. So I went down there, did a. <laughs> Four hour interview with with uh, with the founders, which was interesting, um, and they decided to hire me. And it's it's been onwards and upwards from there, really, from mm. a point where I thought I was you know, pretty much at the top of my career. Um, every day has been a school day at Infinity Works, but the opportunity has just been huge. Um, and obviously, the rest is history, I guess. Um, Fantastic, amazing. Um, so when when you joined Infinity Works, how many? Um, how many staff were there? How many uh, I think there were there were fifty around about fifty staff in total. But when I walked through the door, there were six people around one desk, and I thought, "Oh, made a terrible mistake here. <laughs> what, is, what is this? What is this?" But yeah, there was about fifty people when I started. Wow. <laughs> so you've grown with the business. You've obviously helped the business grow and, yeah. and grow in your role. Um, and as you said, it's every day's been a learning day for you, which is um, fantastic, mm. amazing. So. Um, in your view, what um, what would you say makes Infinity Works successful? Um, it's probably a really simple answer. It's the people. It is absolutely the people. So we are a we're a we use tech. We're a tech consultancy, but it's the people that make the difference. It's it's their mm -hmm. passion. It's their dedication. Uh, we don't have any products. We just have the people that work in the business. Um, 
so so looking after them and making sure they have a great career uh, and, and they stay with us and they grow with us and get lots of opportunities their passion and their commitment shines through and they do a great job for our customers and they bring all that passion to work every day uh, and all that technical expertise and all that consulting skill and great decision making and they share that with our customers and then we help our customer staff get better and we deliver real positive outcomes you know we, we stand by our outcomes it's not just a matter of turning up it's a matter of delivering a solution for a customer and taking customer staff on that journey as well it's a real team effort so it's people it's everyday people mm, amazing i love um what you said there about like supporting the customer as well so then when you part of the exit strategy i guess is that, that you're supporting a team that's self-reliant as you yeah. leave and i think that's something that's really apparent i guess from from our perspective of hearing about infinity works from the market it's is that's definitely something that people always say about them as a third party helping you and coming support and, and that long-term strategy which is amazing leads actually very nicely onto my next question because like you say it's all about the people <laughs> to transition partners actually we're, we're very much the same we don't have a product we're selling the people that we're working with help us attract the right talent for our clients um but those people are really special and we all know that in tech it's it's definitely um, a challenging competitive market and um, obviously you've got offices across the UK now, but in Leeds specifically where you guys originated for, there's some great companies to work for, other consultancies as well. So it, it does make it tough. How, um, how do you attract and retain talent so well at InfiniWorks? Um, I think great people know great people. Um, everybody's got that network of contacts. And, and although you know, we work with, with recruiters and we have an internal recruitment team, by far the best way of getting great people on board is, is asking our hires once they're comfortable with us just asking them, who do you know who would, who would you work with again yeah who do you who do you want to work with uh tomorrow and asking them to, to refer friends or colleagues or people they admire and respect um and getting those introductions uh, has always worked really really well people hire great people um so we tend to work that avenue quite a lot you know, we try and bring uh, bring teams back together, people that worked together in the past and think, I'd always like to catch up with that person. We did a great a great gig at you know, XYZ company. Uh, I'd love to work with them again. And we can make that happen. You know, we can, we can, we can make it all fit together. Um, and I think the other thing is, is just being really transparent about what we do and how we do, you know, um, yeah. talking about our successes and talking about the project we do and how we do those projects and talk about our culture. Um, you know, being really honest and transparent about things generally works really well. Uh, if people feel like they understand the direction we're going in and why we're doing it and, and how, they, how they're part of that, um, it tends to help retention. You know, people know where they fit into the big picture and how they can have a big influence and have a big say in where the company's going. That really helps retention. Yeah. I love the idea of the referral piece as well. Because like you say, people always have this thing, don't they, where they're like, oh, I loved it when I worked at this company and we vibed off each other really well. I actually had it about two hours ago. I had an offer for a candidate of mine and he's accepted. And um, I was like, oh, who else do you know who might be interested? And he was actually, there's a guy who's going to be looking soon. And I worked <laughs> with him before and we were like, we were like super men together. He was like, we had such a great vibe. I'd love to work with him again. And now yeah. I've got afternoon so that would be great to happen and like you say create those teams again which is amazing we, we get a lot of that where where you know people will the referral will work out and their their ex-colleague walks through the door and there's a few people that sort of said oh we're putting the band back together you know and it's like yeah, <laughs> <exactly that." laughs> we do quite often people kind of move sometimes as teams don't they or like you know yeah. or, or, you know secure a new position elsewhere and then gradually slowly bring the whole you know their entire team across with them 
Um, which... I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the other thing that I really liked there as well was that um, when you were saying about um, taking people on that journey, um, you know, so that you're you're being open and transparent and communicating the journey um, that you're taking as a business because you're then getting buy-in from the people and they're, they're genuinely on board with you and that journey. Um, and I think that's so important. It sounds like I get the general theme that I'm getting so far from you is that you are very, uh, you um, and the business, Infinity where it's a very people-focused, centric organisation and, and people. Yeah, it, it's absolutely huge for us. I mean, we acknowledge that, that people's careers will will take them beyond Infinity Works. That That's inevitable, but it, it's on us as a business to make that stint with us as long as possible, to make it as fulfilling as possible. You know, I'd love everyone that left our business to, to be gone to become a fabulous entrepreneur or to work mm-hmm. for a massive high-profile company to have the most successful career imaginable. But I'd like them to look back and go, the best place I worked was Infinity Works. And I learned loads at Infinity Works and it gave me a foundation for the future. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna fight every day to make them stay as long as possible. So there's always something new to be to be doing and to be learning. Uh, but we do acknowledge that, that they will leave us and we'll do other things. But if, as long as they look back with fond memories and say that was a really good start to my career or I did some fabulous things there with some fabulous people, I'd still be incredibly proud of that. Fantastic. Yeah. So as Sandra mentioned earlier, we met at the AI Tech North conference and I actually saw you speak as well at the Google Cloud event down at the uh, yes. office as well, which was great. They were, that was a really good day, actually. It was on a Saturday, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was, it was surprisingly brilliant. Yeah, they flew in I loved it. it we like, weren't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, it was really casual, but the cra- I think it was the crowd. It was the people that day that really made it. Like Everyone was so invested and yeah. had a really great attitude. So, I re- yeah, I really enjoyed that event as well. Um, so I guess it, we're kind of getting an idea, a bit of a theme here, but it'd be great for you to give us a bit of insight into what you think the future of tech is. Um, <laughs> an interesting one, and everyone always asks this one. Um, I think it's going to become... Uh, more commoditized, I guess, but the, people have been saying this for years, you know, things are going to get simpler and easier to do. Uh, and, and it's true, uh, you know, you're going to see more commoditized package offerings. So it's easier to, to build scale, scalable platforms and infrastructure. Um, it's not, that's not a day job anymore. You, know, you, can, you can put no. all the commodity things together, whichever cloud provider you use, um, uh, and do some really amazing things. Uh, and everyone kind of says, oh, yeah, engineers are going to be out of a job. We won't need them. We've been saying that for the 20 20 plus years I've been in the business and it, it never quite happens. There's, there's always another challenge. There's always the next thing that you need to do. So although there's going to be a lot more commoditization, so cloud platforms and, and analytics platforms and that kind of thing and, and low code solutions and tooling to do all that kind of thing, um, there's still going to be the complicated things that need doing and it's going to need clever people with analytical minds to do that. And I think you know, skilled technical people just just move with that that wave essentially the things that used to occupy weeks and weeks of their time now take 30 minutes you know (laughs) an environment and and deploy things that used to take three weeks and loads of people now it's three minutes and the click of a button all those people just move on to do the next complicated thing that was never on the list because they didn't have time Um, but i think you're going to see a lot more cloud you're going to see probably more a careful application of analytics i think it's it's an incredibly useful thing to be able to make you know, timely and informed decisions you need data you need information to do that i'm not sure the the ai ml hype is is going to pan out quite the way people thought it's slowing down a little bit i think 
Um, I think people are going to look a lot more at business outcomes. You know, how can we make our business better? Tech is a means to an end to that. You know, we, we solve business problems. We happen to use tech for a big slice of that, but there's also people skill and analysis skills and service design and there's mobile offerings in there. So I think you're going to see much more holistic business focused solutions uh, coming to the fore. You know, and tech is one of the tools in the armory. Love that. Fantastic. Great insights there. Um, and that, I think, leads me quite nicely onto my next question, which is, um, I guess, tech-related um, as well. So um, you, uh, you've obviously had a very long um, stunning career within tech, um, or what started with your interest in computers at the age of six. Um, so um, if you hadn't have gone into um, a tech role, mm. What would you have done? What do you think you would have done? Like, what, what would you have chosen to do differently? Wow, that's, that's, that's quite a tough one. Um, <laughs> like I've been working with some, some coaches recently, and, and that's one of their questions. If, if you weren't doing this, what would you do? Um, I suppose, you know, when I was six, I wanted to be an airline pilot, and the doctor, I remember going for an eye test, and the doctor said, oh, well, uh, he can do anything, <laughs> anything he wants as long as he doesn't want to be an airline pilot. It's <laughs> a bit awkward. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> so that might have had something to do with my career direction. Uh, maybe a writer, uh, something like that. I, I do quite enjoy writing. I quite enjoy planning and elaborating things. Yeah. So yeah, maybe a writer. I was always pretty good at English. Uh, found that quite do engaging. Do you write anything at the moment? Do you write articles? And uh, no, again, it's something on my on my hit list that I really need to do more of this year is to to write more articles, you know, more blog posts, more more deeper pieces on on. Direction of travel for uh, you know, tech and business. Yeah. I find business fascinating. You know, working in different business domains. That's why I'm in consultancy. You get mm. to kind of peek behind the curtain of all the great businesses and find out how they work and find out how you could make it better and how you can solve problems mm. for them. So anything in that space, you know, I'm probably never going to be too far away from what I'm doing now. To be honest, maybe not as much hands-on tech, but uh, you know, people fascinate me and, and, and mm. build effective structures and organisations. So something around there, I'd like to write more, um, trying to get more time in my in my working day to do some of that. But uh, who knows? Fingers crossed. Fantastic. We'll watch this space then for that. <laughs> um, so you've obviously, you've come a long way. You've um, had a very successful um, career. You're so passionate um, about what you do. Um, obviously in a very high level um, leadership position. Um, a lot of the listeners that we um, that we get uh, listening to this show um, are aspiring um, leaders and you know people that are kind of I guess looking for advice and tips and and that sort of thing. So, with, are there any um, books or um, articles or you know whether it be hard copy books or um, audio books or um, anything that you've listened to and read along the way that you would recommend? Um, guess has helped you get yeah. Um, yeah interestingly i was asked by one of our non-exec directors uh have you got any books you could recommend that help me get into the mindset of infinity works and i, I picked up my kindle and thought i'll have a quick skim through to see if there's anything that stands out it, that's when i learned that i've got a really bad habit of, of buying books essentially uh, i've got over 300 <laughs> non-fiction books and then i've got uh, probably as many fiction books and i've read the vast majority of them actually so i've got a real <laughs> issue with reading lots of things and um, that's how I learn but I read a, a massive variety of stuff to be perfectly honest um, but things like uh, Accelerate 
uh, is a really good book if you're interested in the mechanics of, of solution delivery uh, and trying to do it in a scientific way. Uh, that would be a, definitely worth reading. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff is around mindset and how you how you tackle problems and how you push through when there's challenges. Um, there's a book called Legacy, which is actually a, a sporting book, which again, if anybody knows me, I'm not a sporting person. Um, <laughs> I'm just not, it's just not for me, but it's by a guy called James Kerr and it's about the All Blacks and it was, it was recommended by uh, some of our founders actually. It's brilliant, it's brilliant if you want to understand team dynamics and, and how you motivate yourself and, and a really sort of down to earth mindset of how the All Blacks triumphed essentially. Does that cover off like um, motivating others in your team and understanding team dynamics and things exactly. like that? Things like understanding yourself, understanding your personality, understanding what drives other people, understanding what good leadership looks like, like what it practically mm. looks like. Um, so they've got a couple of core principles that, that are all backed up with this is what the team actually did, but they're very, very applicable to, to the real world and, and to business. So yeah, I'd definitely go for that one. Uh, things That's like- great. Think there's loads team topologies team to, uh, trillion dollar coach anything by jason freed uh coaching habit is another good one so there's a bit of tech there's a bit of business and there's a bit of people in there so nice to mention team topologies as well because that's matt skelton right it is indeed yeah yeah, yeah. so matt um, comes and does training in our office sometime right yeah. Uh, yeah yeah no he's brilliant so really nice guy oh good to hear good to give matt a shout out as well yeah we're having a, <laughs> we're having a few conversations with him so hopefully be back in leeds uh, at some point as well so ah nice brilliant so big job you said you're not really a sporting man, but prior to the recording of this, I've heard you've been doing the old couch to 5K. <laughs> so yeah, you've got a lot of responsibility and it sounds like reading is probably a good mm. um, escape mechanism for you as well and manage to, um, I guess, unwind by, by, by reading, which is great. But how do you manage the stress of it all, Neil? And, and what do you do to look after yourself? Um it's a it's an interesting one i have a a very understanding and forgiving wife um she's very good at, at listening to me ramble on for, for maybe half an hour just to vent and debrief and kind of play it all over and she asks what she would say is the bleeding obvious uh which are the, usually the questions that need to be asked of well does it matter what are you going to do about it uh what difference does it make uh and it really helps to kind of frame it and add some context to is it that bigger thing um that's good and I suppose, yeah, the couch to 5K thing, uh, particularly with, with lockdown, has been a great way of clearing my head and going for a run. Actually, the, the runs go better when I've got a lot of work stuff to think about. It, it stops me focusing on how much my legs hurt when I'm running. Um, <laughs> I zone out and think work stuff. Um, <laughs> and then I do, uh, I, I used to be a DJ back in my misspent youth. Uh, oh, DJ? Yeah, so oh, cool. kind of privately back into that and and. Uh, doing a mix is a good way of killing three hours and then wondering where your day went really so just oh. sit, uh, messing around with records basically oh yeah we've got um we've got a, a dj table at home wow. my husband's absolutely obsessed so and it's go. just become a, a new thing over the last couple of years and convinced it's one of those like midlife crisis things yep. Pretty much. It is. <laughs> he loves it though, doesn't he? He loves getting on lockdown. I'll have to send you some of the links actually. Um, I did one last weekend and the weekend before, but he's been doing some live streams on Brilliant. Facebook. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, when he next does one, I'll, I'll send you the link. Please do. I'd love to see that. I, I think I think there's a load of closet DJs out there that are, that are really yeah. enjoying lockdown. Um, 
it's all the dads in our group, all the dads. And with the kids dancing in the background, it's so cute. Honestly, I, think it's, I think it's an age thing. I think it's a time thing. Um, you know, it's, it's just brilliant. It's just a really good way of kind of unwinding and not thinking about anything too serious, really. So. Yeah, definitely. Good music's good for the soul as well, isn't it? So definitely anything that helps. So um, interestingly, then, we said we've seen you at tech events before, and I'm sure as part of Infinity Works, you're here, there and everywhere getting involved in conferences. But it'd be great to find out about your involvement in the tech community conferences events that you feel will be really worthwhile for our listeners attending or places that you've taken a lot away from and, and really enjoyed being a part of that'd be amazing yeah i mean it, it's something that uh, obviously uh, covid 19's put a bit of a blocker on and it's something that yeah. i really want to push on uh, next year but we've done a lot of things around things like code up so getting people into technology uh, people who want to either get new into tech, uh, regardless of their age. Um, so we, we run some code up sessions uh, out of our right. office. It's nice for the team volunteer their time. Like if you've got a project or you want to learn to code, come along and we'll help you with that. Um, and the guys are really great uh, at just kind of sharing their enthusiasm and helping people with their pet projects and working things through like that. So that's going from strength to strength. Um, we really need to kind of get out and engage more with, with more in the, the Leeds tech community. I've spoken in the past and it's kind of slipped in the last sort of six to 12 months. I've been a bit busy, um, but you've got to give a shout out to Leeds DevOps. Uh, you know, we've been a long time sponsor and, and Andy and the gang do a fabulous job of, of making that a really great community. It's very inclusive, um, a really great space to go and learn some new stuff, some really great speakers as well. Um, I think looking more further afield, one that I have got, uh, an awful lot out of and, and try and park the location of it out of your mind a little bit but web summit in lisbon is really really good to go to um, yeah i always hear great things about web summit uh, it's well worth going it's uh, like a three to four day thing um if you can get to lisbon uh, it's just uh, the mix of tech and business and, and the culture and the ethos of the thing is, is just fabulous it's very very inspiring you'll probably come back with a bunch of notes and a bunch of ideas and if you really need to kind of reset and re-energize, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, all the AWS conferences, uh, maybe not the one in Vegas. That's quite a long way to go, and it's, it's quite <laughs> hard work being there. But if you can catch them online, they're great as well. Um, and, and support local initiatives. There's lots of great meetups in Leeds, um, and I definitely want to get stuck into that as soon as we can all get back to some kind of relative normality. It'd be nice to get back into all of that. Have yeah. you um, have you come across any um, any good stuff online since we've been in lockdown? That might be. Um, what have we been doing? Um, I, I guess not so much tech stuff. I uh, I took a a masterclass subscription, so masterclass.com, uh, just because there's a variety of different things in there, and there's a. It's meant to be really good, isn't it, masterclass? Yeah, I mean the the one that caught my eye was. Uh, it's not saying anything about work, but it's a, it was a hostage negotiator from the FBI. Oh, yeah. wow. It was, it was teaching negotiation skills, and that's why I paid for the subscription, just thinking this is just going to be fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, there's lots of really uh, interesting people, uh, you know, like Bob Iger from Disney, about how he makes decisions. Um, and there's lots of different interesting luminaries that, that you can kind of listen in and go, how do you think about the world and what, what do you worry about? So tech-wise, I guess I'm always stalking random YouTube channels uh, for, for tech things. Uh, some of our own team are doing some, some interesting stuff that we're hoping to publish a little bit later in the year. Um, but yeah, there's, there's nothing that's completely grabbed me, but it, it's the internet. There's plenty out there, basically. Yeah, yeah. But then it's also as well, isn't it? It's important at the moment, particularly in lockdown, is that 
you're shutting down your computer and stepping away from it because I think that's certainly something that people are struggling with yeah I think I think that's been a huge challenge and, and mm. that's been our big challenge in, in the past three to four months is the team have been fabulous you know we, we adapted really really quickly and the team did an amazing job and, and we plowed on and continue to great, do great stuff for our clients but it's challenging for everybody right and that work-life balance and, and learning to draw the line it's just so easy to kind of keep the laptop open until stupid o'clock in the evening and, and you've got to shut the laptop you've got to do something else you've got to switch it off um and it, you know it's it's starting to be challenging for everybody i think we all want to get back to some kind of really safe normality but we're all craving a little bit more social interaction um yeah we just try and support everybody as best we can make sure that we're checking in with people it's changed how we work and it's changed probably it will change how we work in the future um, mm. but so far so good and you know everything's been okay yeah it's just certainly getting used to it isn't it but like you say it sounds like you're doing a good job of stepping away from the keyboard and stepping onto the deck so it's been fantastic having you on the podcast but i would love to finish with a good question really about what are you most excited about that you've got coming up? What are your big plans at Infinity Works? Oh, uh, it, I mean, we've, uh, if you ask the founders, they would say, oh, we've, uh, I've been sat in the middle of the office a little bit late at night with some of the founders and saying, did you ever expect it to get here? And I went, nope. <laughs> I said, have you any idea how it ended up here? And I went, nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I think over the last 18 months, we've done a fair bit of growing up as a business. Uh, we've put some more structures in place and we're a bit more disciplined about things. And I think that's going to lay some really great foundations for the future. Um, you know, we, we've, we're clear about what we do, what our service propositions are. You might have noticed we're getting our brand together and it's much more strong mm. and coherent uh, kind of voice that we have. Um, I think it's just onwards and upwards, really. You know, um, it, it never fails to surprise me at Infinity Works about where we're going and how quickly we're going there. Um, so I think the company's going to get bigger. We're going to grow. We're going to take on new challenges. We're going to add some more service offerings and get more specialized at the things we do for our customers. But hopefully it's a, it's all a nice holistic offering that delivers really great results. We'll keep the culture. We'll keep the spirit. We'll get bigger and we'll go faster and we'll do more. Um, but just a great opportunity for, for myself and everybody to learn really. There's so much to go at. The opportunities are huge. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's so inspiring. I think the story at Infinity Works is, that things have moved at and it's it, I guess it's good testament that good good things happen to good people as well so it's it's brilliant to hear your story and successes and obviously we we wish you guys the best of luck in the future as well so that's that's fantastic amazing so yeah thanks so much for coming on the podcast Neil it's been a pleasure hearing your story and learning all about your background you're very welcome thank you very much for having me it's been thank good you. Thanks. thanks for coming on board really enjoyed that cheers cheers